There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Operation Earth, comedians chatting about climate change. I am Dr. Matt Winning. I'm an environmental researcher and stand-up comedian. I've been doing both of those for over a decade now. Basically, what I used to do was do comedy to kind of lighten my mood and try not to think about the impending doom of the planet. But now I think it's time to talk about it and actually address it head on. So every week I have a different special guest and we chat about news stories. We will go through a carbon footprint calculator, see how green they are. Basically, like in Top Gear, where, you know, they have like, who's the fastest celebrity? We're going to find out who the greenest one is. It's basically a podcast for people who care about our climate emergency but aren't doing much about it. This is for you. This week's episode is with two people. It is with Joel Domit and Steve Dunn, who are friends. They've got a podcast themselves, uh, which is super, called Teenage Mixtape Pod. They used to have another podcast called The Comedy Score. And Joel is a stand-up comedian, has been for quite a while now. Uh, he did I'm a Celebrity, a lot of people probably know him from that. There's lots of other stuff he's done. Uh, and Steve, uh, I kind of got to know through Joel, sort of, but also through various other stuff and comedy and music and, and various friends uh, we both like a lot of the same fact Steve and I have pretty much the same top two albums of all time this is me talking to two very funny men about climate change there was this mad documentary about how uh, we, we export all of the plastics out to like China and so the amount that you spend on, you know, recycling is then just like the travel of t- making it all of it, getting all of it out of our goddamn country <laughs> is like essentially equivalent of not doing it in the first place. Yeah, pretty spot on. Right. I think we should start with that. <laughs> we'll just have uh, Joel Thanks very explaining much, that at the start. And Take it's care. time to go home. See you guys later. <laughs> uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Steve has just done the carbon footprint calculator and has come out at... 23.8 tons Ooh. bit of a bit of a footprint there it's a bit mate. of a footprint isn't it uh, and that's about it says it's 245% bigger than the 2020 sort of UK target that so they want to get people down to that's 245% of the target not of the world average no the world average is something like I don't know like 5 or something I need oh, to God, check oh god really that. but yeah no I mean it's that's of like what world a average. UK person would be reasonable for right. a UK person, so you're already like, yeah. oh, um, that's good. Now we're going to the wheel. Here we go. And oh, wheel. the wheel so, travel. The pie chart yes. is a real. Oh no, that's. That, I'm going to show you my pie chart as well because I did it this morning. Oh wow, and it's basically the same. What was your What was yours? Twenty five uh, point. 
It's, uh, yeah, uh, oh, I don't know. What's the middle? It says right in the middle. Oh, 25.9, yes. 25.9. Oh, so yours is ever so slightly higher than it's Steve. Yes. It's because I... It's because of your hair products. <laughs> it's, <my hair>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, there's probably a ton of moisturizers <laughs> that goes into that. Every day, it's like <laughs> shoes and moisturizers ju- just to outdo yep. Steve. So Joel spends a lot on clothes, which came up in the questionnaire. Yes. But he does recycle them, and he just gives them to me, which is why I spend no money on clothes. Ah, <laughs> yes. so, so you're benefiting so, from his. So in a way, yeah, yeah. you're splitting it between you. He is recycling. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually, I'm actually really good for the environment. <laughs> so, yeah, because I give everything to Steve. Steve. One years. day, Steve will give it to his son. And yes, continue the cycle. Totally. So, Although well, you've just had a kid, so maybe on the balance of things. I don't know. We're clawing it back. We're getting there. You, you two are com- out competing each other to see who's got the <laughs> highest carbon footprint at the moment. <laughs> it's so it, it, essentially, it, none of it matters yeah. because we fly to Australia. Yeah. yeah. So if if we look at the carbon footprint calculator, almost three quarters yeah. of both of your carbon footprints are travel. Yeah. yeah. Is that right? Was yours the same? Yeah. yeah. Ben, if not more. Yeah. So like. Yeah, and then the rest of it's like your house and food is like 10% of yours, Steve, and stuff, like you don't have yeah. much stuff. But yeah, basically, if you take more than one flight a year, wow. it pretty much, you know, really? like to the US or something, it pretty much yeah. then just dominates your entire wow. uh, like contribution to it's shit. I mean, yeah, like I've took a lot of flights. <laughs> like it's like bad. But it's, it's, it's hot, but then it's like it because... It's this weird thing that it's become so normal. normal now. Totally. And it wasn't, say, like, fair, you know, when we were born, I don't think, like... No, no. People like, just didn't fly people, very often. It was, like, yeah. an exciting thing to do, wasn't yeah. it? And now you just be like, I've got to drive to Manchester. I just fly, actually. It's quicker. Yeah. yeah. Not, and you don't even think about it in that way. I yeah. think it's... That's the... That's really... Genuinely, it was interesting when I did that calculator. It's a really amazing thing to do because I... I everyone is constantly on about recycling it's like recycling renewable energy recycling 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 but we all take flights but nobody ever suffers a consequence of flying no one ever thinks of the consequences of flying no nobody ever gets on a flight and thinks like oh i shouldn't be doing this because i've taken three flights Mm. already this year like i i obviously knew i'm not stupid but i but you don't understand the context of it or the size of the impact of it compared to doing other stuff because it's not like People don't focus on it very much. Mm, yeah, like that. I was trying <laughs> trying to do a, a new bit in the show, uh, my new show about how trying to make flying like cigarettes by putting like warning labels on the side yes. of planes. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I don't know how you'll fit like two hundred million climate refugees on the side of a Boeing seven four seven. That's funny. Um, the um, the, another really interesting thing. I I don't know whether this is bullshit or not. Yeah. I was told that I the new house that I've moved into is the most eco-friendly house in the UK. Oh wow, that's that amazing! Has, yeah, but it has to be. Bullshit. Who told you that? It has to be bullshit. Like, I would, I would entertain that if they said it's in the top ten. Is yeah, it? but <laughs> yeah, it's like such a teenage most, thing. It's just like yeah, I've got the biggest dick in the world. <laughs> <laughs> if you said top ten, yeah. I'd be- <laughs> I've actually got the biggest penis in the UK. <laughs> like, well, uh, come oh, on, maybe England and Wales, but yeah, come yeah. on. So, who, two questions, right? How new is the house? So the house is brand new, right? Okay, so slight, potentially believable, and B, who told just. The guy who built it oh, wow. said it, and that makes it less believable. Le- I think so as well. <laughs> um, 
but he uh basically the reason being it's got like solar panels so it's all that stuff that's cool but it's a swedish log home right so it's like it's uh, it's kind of like the studio it's like bare wood it everywhere. feels like a sauna yes or, 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 yeah like, but not as so we've like painted a lot of the walls which is apparently not what you're supposed to do but right. we, we couldn't live in the sauna so we've painted a lot of the walls but um it's uh so it's got the thick and it's so dense this wood like you try and drill into it to put a picture up or something and it's just like it's like it's concrete so it's insane right. wow and um Usually in Sweden, when it's where it's obviously very cold, they just have the wood and that is enough. And they say they sometimes have a fire inside, but you don't really need it because it's so warm in there, so insulated. But because of the building regulations in the UK and they've never really seen these houses before, there's only like five in the UK or something. Um, so they don't really know how to deal with it. So the building regulations, they say they treat it like a normal house and they say you've got to have this amount of insulation on top of it. And so oh. we've got the wood and then, and then the British insulation. Wow. And so basically the walls are really thick and yeah. it's genuinely becoming a bit of a, an issue. We are <laughs> so hot all the time. Wow. Like really hot. And um, so I don't really think we're going to need much heating. Yeah. But like... So we have a very, and then it's the solar, the solar panels go straight into everything. So we don't really spend much on our bills. Um, and then, yeah, so it's pretty sweet eco-friendly. What I find really funny about this is that I have the least, the most eco-friendly house, yeah. the least eco-friendly car the, <laughs> in the yeah. entirety of the UK. <laughs> I, bought a, I bought a sweet sports car and I'll just like, ah. like have this like solar panels and then it's just like... <laughs> like <laughs> Just gone. You've just, yeah, yeah. just knocking over my wheelie bins <laughs> with my perfect recycling. <laughs> you need to. We need to get yeah Tesla or something. We need some sort of that's yeah. like. Yeah, I'm gonna swap my car very soon, and I'm genuinely thinking about getting an electric car. I had someone email uh, email tweet me after coming to see my show last year as well, and was like, I, I, I swapped my car after coming to your show. Mm -hmm, I was right. like, that's a weird impact. That's like as a comedian to like have the impact yeah. of someone like changing what car they have. I on the way here today. I was I went to go and get a coffee and then went I haven't got I haven't brought my cup yeah and I was like I can't come I can't turn up to this, <laughs> to this. so then I was like okay and then I was like oh, I'll get a bottle of water and I was like oh, I can't do that either <laughs> so I think the way to reduce everyone's carbon footprint is to get them all on this podcast, podcast. all <laughs> the time yeah 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 <laughs> and then they'll think about it they'll be like I can't every, be a hypocrite. if you had to be on this podcast every day yeah yeah <laughs> you'd, you'd think about it all the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 unless you live in Australia you'd have to fly here every day for it which true we can just I need to like you know branch them out there needs to be yeah like franchise franchise yeah. in Australia and stuff like that that's a good idea imagine that there's just podcast everyone is just on this podcast all the time no one's listening to it yeah. no yeah, yeah everyone's just on it <laughs> it's just a solution we I mean, discovered that kind of yeah. does feel like what we're almost at like everybody's just on a podcast all the time. <laughs> yeah. we're not far off it it just yeah. needs to be a sustainability one <laughs> on the one hand you're this sort of i don't know it's a conundrum it's like on the one hand you've got this house that's amazing which i didn't totally didn't know about yeah that's so cool and then on the other hand it's like the amount of travel one track like clearly transports the bit that's I mean, it's kind of, I, you know, I did a travel show. The last two years I've yeah, done a travel yeah, show yeah, yeah. and I've flown around like the, it's insane. The amount of money, you know, and yeah. to the point even where when we did the last season, we went because of all of our schedules. I was touring in between with something like went to Argentina, then came back to the UK for like three days and went back to like Peru, Peru. 
And you're like, oh, they're right next door. Also, you went to Japan twice. Twice. Went to Japan twice. Instead of filming both those episodes together, flew to Japan, flew back, did another couple of episodes, then went back to Japan. It's just basically, um, I think I've just melted an entire... (laughs) How many polar bears do you think Joel is solely responsible for yeah. killing? <laughs> Quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Quite but, a few, and on the I mean, side of that dead carcass, it's going to say Joel and Nish versus the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be like, you know when like, um, when you're in a, like a new house or something or like when your kids are growing up you write like the the increasing uh, Their height. height but like we could do that with the sea levels and have like your name <laughs> next to the seas rising and be like oh Joel wrote his name here and now Joel's responsible for an extra that's three so millimetre funny that's such a great idea <laughs> you're like oh no Fred you, you're like you've you've made the sea levels go up a Again. little bit oh, oh so sweet yeah. no dessert for you we used to be able to go out there this far but no <laughs> we've had to build sea defenses um steve so you did pretty well there as well but you've done you do a fair bit of traveling too again that, that, that really is what got me i think there. and you've yeah. driven you do a lot of tour stuff together as well yeah a lot you? of driving really yeah so, yeah is driving fairly low impact on there compared to flights really as for us like the same journey yes yeah because i drove to luxembourg the other day is that better than if i'd flown yes okay yeah yes yes but if you're driving, the amount that people drive is what then means that, like, if you take, yeah. I don't know, say, like, the average person driving for a year is probably, like, double taking, like, a flight to the US, yeah. a return flight to the US. But right. if you take, like, two return flights to the US, it's probably the equivalent of, like, the average person's, mm. you know, mileage. passenger mileage in a year or something. So I should like have that. run to Luxembourg. Yeah, ideally. Okay. <laughs> well, what was happening in Luxembourg? Yeah. I went to see Bonnie Ver. Ah, yeah. nice. Yeah. So I went to see them twice in three days. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> One in London. Yeah. You sent us an article before this. Yeah. About festivals. Yeah. And I genuinely was thinking about this when we were at that festival. So All Points East in Victoria Park, which is a pretty good one in terms of like, there was a lot of recycling and things like that. But um, I was like, oh yeah, this is mental. We're all, there's just cups everywhere on the floor. And yeah. Like it, it is pretty bad, isn't it? A festival. At least with that one, there's no tents left over. Yeah. yeah. If day festivals are probably actually a bit better and people mm. aren't coming from quite as far away. But yeah, the summer is here. The music festival season is upon us. Yeah. Festivals are now becoming a bit aware. It seems like this year, I think Glastonbury's banning single-use plastics for yeah, the first yeah. time. And mm. like festivals are kind of like been judged quite a lot. This I think Download yeah. as well. We're like, oh, we're doing, they've set up like a Greenpeace tent and stuff part to- of me i've read that article that, again and it's that a lot of them were just mentioning like this year we're doing a big impact we're gonna be so renewable no straws yeah 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 i just feel like straws are taking a lot of the rap for this yeah it, it I just is. Feel- and also, like this thing like people keep being like it's hard because you know i don't want to ruin the environment but those paper straws are really annoying and it's like yeah but straws are stupid anyway yeah just, I don't. Why don't you use your lips? You've got a mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like some people need them. Like I agree that there's like some people need straws. They should be allowed straws. Everyone that doesn't need a straw. Yeah. yeah. Shouldn't. I feel like it's a really funny idea of this is a great sketch. The idea of someone like taking away someone's straw because it's plastic and then them just like having no idea how to drink and then just going at it like a cat and just licking the top of them <laughs> like, like what dying of thirst i've always used a straw are, um, are condoms bad um i mean i think they probably prevent 
more of a carbon footprint oh, than they cause. Oh, good point. Uh, good point. So I think condoms are probably actually in a way they're good, really good. But it's they'd just... be even better maybe if they were just like paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I an mean, envelope. If somebody could design that, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is a, 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 a jizzy bag. A jizzy bag. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> what about if I have sex with three people at once? Is that better for the environment? <laughs> Less traveling, you know, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just constantly door to door, like driving yeah, if, around if to if all they, my different honeys. If they do a, if they, if they do a, a ride share to your house, yeah, that's yes. fine, that's great. That's okay. okay, as long as they're not all coming separately. <laughs> Any other festival st- stuff like washing at festivals? Is do you generally do you, just don't do I don't it. Do, it. do it yeah yeah it's great that that is now environmentally friendly exactly you've got a reason to like, like if it. someone's like you I can't believe you haven't I mean I haven't had a shower since <laughs> Wednesday what? It's, it's Monday right now well you haven't had one you just haven't had one so I just do that sometimes but I think also we 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 both do CrossFit together a lot mm. and so it's almost like you realize how dirty you can be when you've yeah. been that sweaty. Yeah, if I haven't exercised, I just don't feel the need to I don't watch. feel it. I genuinely feel like that way sometimes. Like, like I haven't, I didn't change my socks or my pants today because I'm like, <laughs> well, I didn't exercise yesterday, so Go I don't on. need to. That's good. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's great that we're so that disgusting. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, people are going to be listening to this going, oh, I kind of like those guys. When we were on tour, um, <laughs> we would, we'd pretty much work out every yeah. time we did a show. Yeah. And, I mean, we are disgusting people. Like, we would work out, like, really hard, sweating, like, all over the place, and then go, right, we're going to go, and just jump in the car, drive for four hours, and then arrive at a venue wearing shorts and T-shirts, stinking, <laughs> and just being like, all right, guys. <laughs> yeah. And then just, like, change clothes. And then, like, because by that point, we, were, we would always be like, oh, we'll shower at the venue. And then by the time you get to the venue, we'd dried. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got you. If you're dry, then you're dry. Deodorant. (laughs) I guess with festivals as well, there's a lot from the from their side of things, from the organisers' side of things, that goes into like there must be millions of generators, and and I don't know how how good generators have become, but I know typically they're not. They would be like petrol and stuff. Diesel, yeah. Um, and so like that because they are it's like a huge production especially like the bigger festivals yeah it's like it's to run one of those stages is mental yeah and like also like you're, you're trucking in like equipment yeah. from bands well that's what stuff. I was thinking yeah I've been trying to look into a little bit of like what bands have actually been doing to offset stuff or like oh. that sort of thing aren't Radiohead quite good yeah so Radiohead apparently are like really like they've like I think they just take buses everywhere yeah. and like occasionally they'll rather than like flying between ven- if they're in like you know even if it's really far away they'll like ba- have equipment sent to somewhere else rather right. than transport yeah. and stuff and then they did they not I think Radiohead released oh no they just gave out all this stuff for free there was like a story a couple of weeks ago did oh they gave the music out for free yeah, yeah because and then someone just, offered like to yeah, bribe them someone tried to bribe them that they were going like, to release it yes. and so they just Gave it out for like, or not for free, but maybe they sold it and then they gave all the money to it's Extinction Rebellion, yes. like the climate oh, right. cha- uh, yeah. group. Yeah, so Radiohead are pretty into it. And then I looked, I found a couple of other ones. Linkin Park supposedly are as well. I was trying to find some really? details on them. 
They well, were pretty- the hybrid theory, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, nice. I mean, that is the you most can, niche joke. It's, it's climate change and Linkin Park. And uh, you, can, you can right. recycle all you like, but in the end, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Turns out that's what that song was about. I'd love it if that was what they're singing about. Oh, nice. So as a result of us taking flights and stuff. Yeah. Um, from a knowledgeable man's point of view, so essentially, is it is the worst thing? It's obviously climate change, and it's going to be the rising water levels. It's the rising water levels, the impeding danger. Water and the extra heat around the equator. Okay, mean that everybody in the equator is either going to be struggling or move, or going to move. move somewhere else. Yeah, and then everyone on coastal areas, they're going to move. Mm. So you're going to have like just people moving, having to move. Right. Everybody's going to have to move. And at the same time, you're going to have more intense like storms and wildfire. You know, everything that's bad is going to become worse. Worse. Yeah. So you're going to have to dealing with all of this while everything's also getting worse. Yeah. So essentially, that's what's going to happen. And then, but then there's just so many stuff, like even on like small levels, like I had hay fever in February this year on my mm. birthday it was the warmest oh, February that the UK's ever experienced right. on record this year I just feel like every year now there is the the thing the warmest or the coldest ever yeah. ever I hear the word ever, ever. Yeah, yeah. every e- year, every and, year. It, and it is I saw I saw a thing that was like you'll obviously know this the top 10 hottest years on record are all took place in the last 12 years or something like that oh yeah. easily so the last 5 years are the 5 warmest years ever recorded Whoa, since like wow. the dinosaurs were around you know what i mean wow. like f- for ch- at least two three million years it's now warmer than it's ever been it's always going to be about money and i think like i think electric cars they all that could have all happened earlier yeah but i feel like probably i mean i'm basing this on nothing but i think the oil companies are making billions and they're not going to stop that um, and I heard things like sort of electric car companies that were doing all right, like the, the oil companies would buy them up and just be like, hey, do you want do you want, uh, do you want two, two million pounds? Here's two yeah. million pounds. Stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. And they'd be like, OK. Um, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. It's like it's always going to be about money. Yeah. Um, and now it's like, but it's- oh, like the cool, cool cars are there, uh, like. Yeah, uh, and not electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's suddenly it's like, oh, okay. It, I mean, it is, and that's that's the way everything is, isn't it? If you really want, like, you, they just have to make the right, the like ethical choices, be the the fun ones. Exactly, fun, <laughs> fun and easy. Yeah, and if you do that, yeah, then cheap are like, and all those. Oh, things great, and it becomes the normal thing. Yeah, like one, like even just like meals. So one thing that people suggested was like a little nudge would be like you don't have like a vegetarian option. You have like a meat option. Yeah. So, it's like, so the normal becomes vegetarian and then it's like you have to ask for the so it's just switching people's brains yeah. to what is like seen as like the normal thing to do and if the normal thing to do is whatever is yeah. you know the best thing for the planet then it's all easier but it is interesting because I think there's a general there's a general sort of, sort of um, accepted notion that you can't change that, that, as if yeah. like people you know there's a, we all kind of walk around going like you're not really going to change people but actually I think about over the course of my life, I've seen smoking is just not a thing anymore. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, you know, not very much of a thing. And it's basically because that worked. 
Yeah. Mm. They just they just like were like no, no more advertising. Put like cancerous lungs they on the front of the it. packet, and it's like. Oh, yeah, no, no one does it. But it feels like it just had, they clearly had to go through like a process of fighting yeah. for it for like a long time. Yeah. And then after a while, people just are like, well, no, clearly this is a thing. Like, I yeah. know someone who did this and yeah. got that. You know, like, it's yeah. almost like we almost need to, at the same time as like fighting the whoever, you know, the incumbent, the, the people that have the power that are making mm. money from it, at the same time as that, you also need people to kind of experience it for themselves. And yeah. I feel like that's the point we've just started getting to with climate change. The problem is, is that right now it's just like warm weather, which everyone loves. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like, and even like cold weather when it's snow and everyone's like, oh, it's kind of cool for a week, you know? Yeah, yeah. It needs to break that wall of becoming like wildfires and stuff, like yeah. the stuff in the states and the things like that. You know, like with smoking, where you go, like, oh, I know someone who had lung cancer and it's yeah, horrendous. Yeah. So that's yeah. a good point. At the moment, it's like, well, it's pretty warm. Yeah, you know? and, it, and it is like, I guess, I guess, like as a species, we're not very good at thinking long term. No, so like, that one. That's like the smoking thing. Is yeah. that a cigarette doesn't kill you? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. smoking for twenty years very likely exactly. can. And and so like it's really hard when you go back even just twenty years. It's really hard to kind of picture that because you're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's kind of bad, but like I feel fine. With that. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and I think the same thing seems to be the case where you're like, we're all we all know that this is like this huge problem that's like really big. Like mm. it could kill us. And it's like, uh, yeah, but it's kind of fine right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I I'm feel just like gonna it carry hasn't on. tipped over the edge to like, but it feels it, like it's we're on, on we're the on edge. the yeah, edge. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just people haven't made that connection, and I think that's the that's the issue. It's the connection. I think my I'm bad because I eat a lot of meat, and I know that's the other mm. big issue. Uh, I think people say it's travel and meat, right? It's like again the traveling of that meat and yeah. the how it's the processed farming, and the yeah. farming of it, and it's like. I, also, you grew up on a farm, so you're just awful. I'm oh, wow. a terrible <laughs> human being, but most eco-friendly house in the UK. So, <laughs> yeah. come on, guys. Nice. Then Foreign you need to back. start an eco-farm. That's the next thing. Yes, Great. yes. Which is a farm with no animals. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. I mean, I was reading something yesterday, I think, about how basically people think um, we're not really going to have farms in the future. Like, in a, you know, say 20, 30 years, basically it's going to become so cheap to make like lab grown meat mm. people are going to be like well why would yeah. I like ha- build an or like grow an animal that's mm. massive that then you only use so part costly. of and yeah. then you have to feed this and like just go to and straight then to a lab it. yeah and, and then kill like, it exactly because it is I, I saw an article whenever it was about that about like mm. th- that thing and I was like yes just grow me a steak yeah and, and like I was talking to my wife and she was just like no, that's not right. And I was like, "We, you need to get over that." Yeah, because yeah. you're saying it's I'd rather grow an animal, kill it, and eat it, which is bad for the environment, bad for the animal, because you're like, it's a bit weird growing one in a lab, isn't it? <laughs> that's yeah, not yeah. a good well, enough that's argument. That's a bit weird. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, maybe just grow up here. But it is like talking about like how we're on the edge of that change. I think that what you where you can really see it is how long you've got left in your life. Mm. So like. I'm 34 and I am like starting, I've noticed, I'm starting to think about when someone says, in 50 years time when blah, 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 I, I, in my head I go, we might not be here then. That's how I'm thinking about that. Yeah. Mm. And I think about like my own, I thought because I had a baby and I was like thinking about 
what if I have grandkids one day? And I was like, well, that that time might not come for humans. And I was like, fuck, that's actually really mental that I'm thinking that way. And I think people who are like 18 now are really thinking that way. Much more and than they're, us. They're, an amazing, yeah. they're amazingly on it, aren't they? As a generation, yeah. they're just like, no, we're going to, the, the school strikes and like all that stuff that's been happening recently. It's great because they clearly are like, guys, we have to live in this world. You're mm. all, all going to be dead in a few decades. So yeah. it's us who this is happening. Exactly. And it's weird because we, we've all sort of probably had at least like maybe their first 20 years of our life without having to worry about any yeah, of that stuff yeah. whereas they're just grown up they're teenagers i mean it's already like being a teenager feels like the end everything feels like mm. the end of the world and then they're actually having to deal <laughs> yeah, with yeah, that yeah, at the same yeah. time you're <laughs> yeah. like no what like yeah it's no actually, wonder they're so on it they've got something to be emo about yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. just did it about like yeah oh I this could, girl didn't yeah, yeah. Or whatever and I'm they're like, like oh my mum didn't give me a lift into town <laughs> <laughs> whereas they're actually like oh my mum's completely ruined the environment my mum just gave prices. me a lift into town <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> just let me walk mum I'm just trying to walk why do you have to take me everywhere <laughs> tipping point Environmental tip of the week. If you do have to take a flight, why not put other people off from flying again by talking to them incessantly? Environmental tip of the week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I don't know whether this is in your remit or not, or whether that is even a phrase. But um, right. is overpopulation an issue, or is that going to stop? Is that I feel like that's curving off. It's, S- is the population going to go down? So the problem is that I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a huge issue. Yeah, personally, and I know if some people do. I think family planning, like it's the more family planning and stuff, the better. But most of the extra population increase that's going to happen over the next, uh, let's see, like up to the end of the century, all of it's going to happen pretty much in Africa and East Asia, where their average carbon footprint of a person is really low. Mm. So in the, my last show, I talked about how I, th- I calculated that the average UK person's 
if I had a child, like you, Steve just had a child, mm-hmm. it's about the equivalent of like someone in Cambodia having about 20 children wow. Wow. in terms of the impact that they will have because Western society consumes yeah. so much more on average than someone in the developing world. And most of those additional yeah. people are going to be in the developing world. And obviously they want to develop and like the rising middle classes in, in mm. East Asia and other places it is going to contribute to stuff because there's so many of them and a lot of people want western lifestyles and that sort of thing so it is kind of an issue but at the same time actually reducing the average emissions of the rich people who are responsible for like yeah half of the world's emissions is yeah. actually the the best way to start totally. because then otherwise everyone else is gonna copy or want to copy them yeah, yeah so yeah. you have to make it almost aspirational to have sorry like a a sustainable yeah carbon footprint yeah for right. people um, that's interesting yeah but I, I, yeah so I sometimes get people being like oh it's, it's popular there's too many people in the world and you're like but but lots of those people do you know extra people contribute absolutely nothing yeah. towards this problem so it's, yeah, that's yeah. not a, the right. case well I'm just trying to think about how many kids I have <laughs> <laughs> I had someone the other day my brother's friend say um, he, he said oh you're going to have to get a bigger car when you have your second and third kid and I was like I, well, I, I didn't say I was going to have a second or third kid. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and he went, you have to. <laughs> I was what? like, why? And he was like, it's the best thing in the whole world. He's like, but, and we were out. Um, and he was like, this this will stop though, going out. <laughs> I was just like, what are you trying to get me to do here? Yeah. Mm. It's, the best, it's the best thing in the whole world. Yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah, you're going to hate it. Yeah, I just feel like people <laughs> are going to more, ha- like more people are having like no kids. Yeah. And yeah. like not feeling yeah, the pressure yeah. to have kids. Not like it, I think more people are having one kid, yeah, and kind of stopping and going. That's fine. Yeah, I think it's there's this weird pressure that you you will know more about than I will. But it's like, but I feel like everyone's like, oh, you've got to have two because you've got to have, have someone yeah, yeah. for them to play with, and you're like, friends, yeah, yeah. us. Like it's fine to be like. I, I and I there's that all that thing of like oh if you're an only child then you're like spoiled and then you you I know loads of spoiled kids myself who is has a brother yeah 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 <laughs> so like uh, it's just like yeah it does it's not yeah it's not a thing and it's not worth you know that thing of some people think they're like oh you got oh you got to stop going out you're not stop yes. doing this you got to stop having fun you got to stop having sex but you got to have two kids <laughs> yeah. you're like well I don't, I don't do that yeah you've just moved to the countryside as well did yes. you say have you, you so you grew up on a farm as well so i guess you're kind yeah. Of used to, yeah so grew up on a farm and then uh, moved to london about 15 years ago and lived in sort of various flats we wanted to go west because we wanted to be closer to our parents for the inevitably sort of having yeah. kids in the future basically it's the stamp duty thing <laughs> it's like the stamp duty we just can't be bothered to move twice it's, it's such a trade-off because it's like if if you are away like out in the countryside, right, your footprint is higher because you're having to travel essentially yeah. travel more, right. and you've got a bigger house, so you have to heat. Although you yeah. probably don't need to heat your <laughs> house, not not when you got Never. the best house in the country. Yeah, when you've oh got the God. single best house in the entire country, you're probably fine. You pop a candle on, and we are sweating out <laughs> yeah. And you're just nudists. You're just going to become nudists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there's like obviously there's like the downside to that, but at the exact same time, if you have at the moment anyway, with when there's still like yeah, petrol and diesel cars for like maybe the next ten, twenty years, yeah. like if you do have kids, then the air quality is going to be so much better in mm. the countryside, and like cities get really warm because mm. everybody's living together. Yeah, so it's really interesting. I've been kind of looking into how 
um, you get this sort of uh, heat island effect with cities. So like they stay warmer at night and they don't cool down. And like we're supposed to cool as humans right at night because it's, it helps us sleep. Yeah. But, but when you live in cities and like last summer when it was so hot, the city just can't cool because everybody's in the same place and, and all there. the cement like. Uh, wow. can, uh, keeps the heat so then it becomes harder for people to sleep and then you get things like increased crime rates and other things like that r- related to wow. the fact that it's so hotter nobody's sleeping well that nobody's sleeping well and, like there's just so such interest and stuff so happening so like in the countryside you get the benefits of like fresher air you know like mm. fresher air and kids need like clean air yeah. to be able to grow so it's just it's, I'm, I'm totally having this exact same thing where I'm just like every time I'm in the countryside I'm like oh I should really go to the countryside and live yeah. there. But then at the exact same, same time, you're like, but then it's going to be so hard to get everywhere and yeah, do yeah. stuff. And and the what am I going to do? Like, yeah. I didn't really think about air quality. It wasn't a thing, an issue on my mind at all. Yeah. But genuinely, every time, and, and I've grew up in the countryside, so I, I, it's, Can tell. I, I never really thought about yeah. it. But like, I, every time I go home, I just like, I just get off the train and I'm like, ah, oh, it's so nice. And I hate to be that guy <laughs> who's just like, oh, I moved to the countryside. But for me, it was exactly the right thing at the right time. And I f- really thought I was going to regret it. Yeah. Like, and maybe there's still time to, but it's so great. There's this weird sense. And I think it's the air quality thing. Yeah. I think it's also just green, the thing of like seeing greenery just all the time. Seeing green, having like a garden. I didn't have that before. And. But just like not hear the silence, hearing birds, like it's like I couldn't sleep for the first week I moved there because th- I could hear birds. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's what humans are supposed to hear as other like yeah. species. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like it's it's like yeah, I'm I'm really having a great time. <laughs> I'm really having a great time. I was just wondering if like city people have the opposite thing where they go back to the city and they're like. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I find, I do find that I'm more relaxed in a city. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, I guess because yeah, I've never really lived in a particularly quiet place. Even you know, yeah, where I grew up wasn't like inner city, but there was a motorway outside my house. Yeah. Wow. So um, I guess the air wasn't that clean. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's done you no harm. Yeah. I'm, pff, look at me. Uh, <laughs> Biggest dick in the, the UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got weird side effects on the next time, more yeah. <laughs> um, but like yeah I, I find that like because I went to Devon for a uh, wedding last week and I was like it's nice but I find I find it claustrophobic weirdly I know oh, what yeah. you mean yeah, yeah. wow I, I, I think weirdly what's happened with me is because I used to feel sort of weirdly claustrophobic but I really loved London and then I would, I'd have this need to always go back to my parents' house in the countryside, and I would always be like, I really want to get out into the countryside for a bit, and then I'd go to the countryside, and then immediately hate it and want to get back to the city, and you kind of feel claustrophobic with your parents and all of that stuff anyway, and so I think that where I'm living is that weird middle ground where I've kind of been searching for, where it's kind of not the city and it's not the countryside, yeah, where I I'm close to London. If the trains don't cancel, then um, you know, and it's like you're close enough to London and I'm close enough to the to the greenery. And you, this is an interesting thing, actually. I was thinking about the other day. There's been a real shift in the right and left wing in in sort of over the course of our lifetimes, where now right wing people are all about the earth 
in a weird way. Um, mm. Not not I don't think in a global warming way, but like I think in the sense that they're like um, they've become very countrysidey. Mm. I think like mm. our parents grew up in a time when the left, the very like hippie left. We're like all about like tree hugging and like just living in fields and all that. And now it feels like it's flipped, where it's like that the whole idea of like the liberal elites, that's a city thing. Yeah. And and like yeah. And there's, you know, you can in my head the stereotype of like a right winger is like someone who has an allotment. Do you see what I mean? Like it's okay. I, I and I feel like there's actually been a weird change in that in that way where they're kind of a bit more like. It's just it, culturally, those things seem to have changed a little bit, and I wonder if that is an opportunity to get on, get them on board a bit, because yeah. obviously that that side of the spectrum has been harder to convince. Yeah, this is one of the phrases that's been banded about on climate change and stuff. But like, basically, everybody has the values that they need to care about climate change, but it's just communicating to someone on based on what values they already hold. So, but the problem is that I think a lot of the messaging on climate change has been really too left wing and yeah. been kind of from that side. And then in the US, you've got like such an obvious thing where it's been like Al Gore, who was the demo, you know, nearly yeah. on that side, and that lots of Republicans hate, has been seen as the face of climate change, yeah. and therefore it's totally polarized the issue mm. in a way which it shouldn't do, and it shouldn't be a left or right thing. It should just be like I think this thing that's happening, and then yeah, it's like. Yeah. You've got different ways of responding to it. You know, the right or the left might be like, oh, we should, you know, one might be like, we should do this. And the other's like, oh, no, we should do this other thing. But everybody should make and be in agreement yeah. that this is happening. We need to deal with this. Yeah. What is the way to do it? Uh, yeah. That's where the disagreement should I think be. you are right that it is in line with everyone's values, really. Absolutely. There's probably, the, you can probably find someone who's like, no, I, I think we should all die. But like, but, I think in you know 99% of people, yeah, it's like most people, the earth is important yeah like keep... everybody breathes air yeah, it's yeah, literally, yeah. It, like couldn't be any simple it's like yeah we all have to breathe this stuff it's <laughs> yeah. not like you you know okay maybe in the countryside <laughs> it's like you don't notice it quite as much but yeah. it's you know it's just the world has become so mental that you don't think of it as being the world <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what, what i mean what, what, and, no i know <laughs> you know how it's just so mental like we're up doing a podcast and like it's recorded yeah. and we're in London and you can just like like what all oh, these computers and it's like that's a thing that people make and it's all mental <laughs> like it is Joel's like, just realised <laughs> just realised we're that, in like, the matrix the industrial revolution yeah happened. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. you know they've got this printing press now <laughs> this is the cause of all our problems get rid of it all I know it sounds like I've just like smoked some sweet weed <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know it's you just don't think of it as like a world that you need to care about yeah. because it's like it's so insane it's so fast it's so, so fast yeah. it's so unbelievably like complicated, complicated and fast you're right yeah so you don't think like, nature is like yeah. nobody thinks about nature because it's this fucking this mental yeah, We're, it's yeah mental. you're not, you're not often tangibly interacting with nature yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's just like if you had to like row a boat to work every day yeah, you probably yeah. think about it like yeah. more of like oh there's pollution in this river i should do something about this mm, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. it's just so insane that i think it's just not a it's such a hard is, for so many reasons such a hard problem but yes yeah, absolutely there, one of them mm. is there an argument for we just go it's too late and we just focus on ai so that when we're done intelligence continues 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and w- what we'll do is like write them a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they'll kill each other about that. <laughs> yeah. And the like, no, the humans, because we'll be their gods. Terminator versus Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. I think at the very least, we've got a film picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we've got something we can pitch oh, to someone. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just, uh, I think it's what's going to happen. It's like, it's all like, oh, the carbon emission thing. And it's also like global warming and everything's mad. But like, I feel like technology is so fast moving that yeah. something is also going to happen there in terms of the fusing of the both of them so I don't my, know my issue with that is that like people think that that's just going to be the solution yeah. to everything rather than just being like oh we could just not drive our cars so much rather yeah. than being like we should all move to Mars mm, as yes. like a yeah. response to it yes that it's like it's almost lose like I, I agree that like technology clearly has a role to mm. play mm. in solving all of these issues but you could probably solve it a lot quicker by just it's like the it's the the same argument where you're like oh I've, I use it a lot of the time with tattoos I'll go oh, I want to get a new tattoo and I don't really care too much what it is because technology now, you can just get it lasered off. <laughs> like, eventually, like, oh, yeah. like lasering technology now is so good that you can kind of just go in and get it lasered off or you could just not get that tattoo in the yeah, first yeah. place. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, ah, someone will fix it for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rather than just being like... Do you, do you think that, like, because I listened to a podcast the other day about, um, they, they were talking about fossil fuels uh-huh. and they were saying how the kind of... G- general consensus appears to be this is what i've got for the podcast so i hope i'm not misrepresenting the, the facts but they were saying that um there's like camps that are like hydro is the way forward or there's a camp that's saying you know whatever and they were saying like the, the kind of general consensus seems to be it's a mixture like there's not there's no one answer no. it's like nuclear yeah. hydro you know the uh, Everything. Water, solar Absolutely. and like there's there's some kind of amalgamation of those things that will help. Yeah. But um, yeah. So where we can rely on technology, it's like you need a mix of stuff as well, because mm. then you're not relying on one thing. Yeah. So you're like, and also it means that people can play to their strengths. So like we've yeah. got so much wind around the UK yes. that it makes sense to be like, okay, well we'll use wind power yeah, and like yeah. where yeah. it's really sunny, be like, okay, they we're in Peru, yeah. let's use solar power. Like, you know, I mean, it just makes sense to mm, do that yeah. rather than being like, let's have this one thing that doesn't work in the UK. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, because like in, you know, Iguazu Falls in yeah, South America, uh, it powers yeah. like the whole of Paraguay and Mad. like a lot of Brazil. Yeah. That's wow. just like, because there's a, a dam there and yeah, it's like just such a powerful waterfall. One of the interesting things was, again, because things get so complicated, like in Brazil, the amount that they can rely on water because of the increased temperatures from climate change means that they can't rely as much as they previously have on hydropower going right. forward. So then they need to, like, so they've historically had so much hydropower because of the rivers and the falls and stuff. Yeah. But now, because it's heating up more, you're going to get more droughts. It's not going to be as much water, so you can't rely on that. So you, then you need other, So you know, it's, it's just like, Everything's so complicated and interlinked mm, that that's mad. It's really annoying that the water that we need to power hydro electricity and and to drink 
that's the stuff that's going to disappear. But yeah. The water that's no use to us is what we're going to have more of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like we don't need more sea. Yeah, we're good for sea. Yeah, and we're <laughs> yeah, going to get loads yeah. of that coming <laughs> soon. Yeah, yeah. So most of most of the Arctic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring that into the sea. It's going to become. We'll mix it up with the seawater. Eventually, we're all just going to be a Loch Ness with paper straws. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nessie will just be at the bottom, be like, what? Oh, what? what you once, once we've all drunk all the water. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, there is Nessie. It's just going to be loads of people <laughs> around. <Yeah. laughs> it's going to be dead with loads of plastic straws all over yeah, oh, yeah, yeah yeah stuck in like a ring that's how she dies yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh thanks for coming on guys pleasure thank, thank you, you for having us so much appreciated genuinely and, um, great podcast mm. yeah cheers you've got your own podcast we have a podcast please listen to it yeah. teenage mixtape thanks man for having us cheers Wonderful. guys yeah, thanks thank a lot you. so that was me chatting to Steve Dunn and Joel Dormit two very funny men I could have just kept talking to them for hours and hours and yeah, you can check out Joel has a book out called It's Not Me, It's Them. Uh, and you can check out their podcast together, Teenage Mixtape Pod. And just generally have a follow of them on social media and all that sort of stuff. Uh, good guys. So, uh, what else is there to say? But uh, I have my own comedy show coming up around the UK and uh, the Edinburgh Festival called It's the End of the World as We Know It at the Pleasance Below at 4.25pm, uh, August 2019. And, yeah, and please do subscribe, rate this podcast, spread the message. It's really, really helpful, especially because we're fairly new. And I think that's pretty much it. This podcast was produced and edited by Emma Corsham. The music was all done by the man called Daniel Drever. And... All of the logo and animations and stuff were done by Chumchi Design. Please subscribe and come back next time. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.